Together with Kintertoten Leader, the five songs to texts by Friedrich Rieckert are Mahler's last, and in certain respects, most perfect accomplishments as a composer of German Lieder. All of the Rickard Lieder are simple, straightforward, and deeply personal, a kind of introspection found in the songs of Schubert's late period. Except for Umitternacht, none of these songs contains Wagnerian declamation. The vocal line is essentially lyrical and diatonic. Melody is the principal focus, frequently shifting back and forth between the voice and individual instruments or small ensembles. Mahler's treatment of the voice as an instrument with the melodic line in the orchestra he inherited from Wagner. In the five Rickard Lieder, Mahler adopts a chamber music style with sinewy lines often composed of simple scalar phrases that seem to wander through the spare orchestral background. Transparent counterpoint and a lean texture combine to create a feeling of personal intimacy that aptly expresses Rickard's pallid romanticism. None of these songs contain anything like the powerful climaxes found in Mahler's middle period symphonies. Instead, their introspective intimacy and subtle gossamer-like orchestration provide a perfect counterpoise to the dramatic power and contrapuntal profusion of symphonies five through eight. Musical phrases from Rickard Leder find their way into these symphonies, sometimes affecting entire movements as touching recollections of passages in the songs from which they derive. The use of pentatonic scales in Ich bin der Welt abandon gekommen and diatonic scales with dotted rhythmic counterpoint in Umitternacht anticipate Das Lied von der Erde. Occasionally, the frequency with which Mahler's middle and late period symphonies utilize material from these songs not only indicates their importance, but adds weight to Gabriel Engel's assertion that Mahler was truly a song symphonist. Although Mahler continues to interject military horn signals and fanfares into his middle and late period symphonies, he uses none of them in the Rickard Leader, except, of course, for the horn signals that usher in the closing section of Umitternacht. With the exception of Blick mir nicht in die Lieder, which is written in a Wunderhorn-esque style, the Rickard Leader are primarily lyrical, meditative, and rhapsodic, running the gamut from the quasi-impressionistic dream world of Ich atmet einen Lindenduft to the lyrical romanticism of Liebst du um Schönheit and the soul-searching meditation on loneliness of Ich bin der Welt abandon gekommen. Lagrange summarized the importance of Mahler's contribution to German leader in the following words. Mahler, in fact, created a new genre, or rather a new relationship between music and literature, the previously existing link, notably in Wagner and the Wagnerian Hugo Wolf, had been essentially psychological, but Mahler used his musical settings to suggest or express the general mood or sentiment underlying the substance of the text, which meant that he devoted relatively little attention to the details of the words and never illustrated them literally. Initially, the structure of the poem determines the musical architecture which then takes charge. Creative touches, such as subtle nuances, timbres, colors, and shadings, enhance the charming character and tender sensibilities of several of the more lyrical songs. Their transparent orchestral texture evinces an increasing refinement in Mahler's compositional style during this period, also evident in the middle period symphonies. During both their composition and initial performances, 
Mahler became aware that contrapuntal complexity of these symphonies may cause problems in clarity, making it difficult to distinguish diverse instrumental lines. He solved this problem in the orchestral version of his middle period leader. Yet he labored for the rest of his life to perfect linear clarity without sacrificing complexity by continuously revising and retouching his music. Mahler's decision to set music to the texts of such a minor poet as Rickert irked some of his contemporaries and later commentators as well. While he openly avowed a deep kinship with Rickert's sensibilities, feeling an infinity for the poet's love of nature and life, Mahler chose poems in which these emotions are largely absent. Only in Ich Atmet are the beauties of nature evoked to express the sweetness of love. Yet Mahler chose Rickert fully aware of the poet's mediocre reputation and flawed style. He believed that truly great poetry should not be set to music, for music would only interfere with the innate musicality of the words. On the other hand, he felt that second-rate poetry, if aesthetically attractive, could be enhanced by setting it to music. This ironic viewpoint has some merit in that it recognizes the musical quality inherent in poetic language but it does not seem to have been shared by the song composers Mahler idolized. Schubert, as well as Robert and Clara Schumann, all of whom also set Rickard's poems to music, did not hesitate to adopt poetry of much greater masters, such as Goethe and Schiller. Even Mahler will presumably change his mind on this subject when he ventures to set to music the last scene of Goethe's Faust, one of the greatest epic poems ever written. As with the Wunderhorn songs, Rickard leader does not comprise a true song cycle. The five songs were written during the summers of 1901 and 1902. As usual, Mahler wrote both the piano and orchestral versions at the same time. Zoltan Roman points out that the forms of these songs are not easy to define, their elusive symmetries being evidence of the subtleties of their construction. Fritz Egon Palmer suggests that the contents of the poems shape the musical forms Mahler applied to them, so that the emotional highs and lows of the text are replicated in the music. Although these songs seem so different in temperament and complexity from the middle period symphonies, Lagrange calls attention to certain common compositional elements, particularly the use of contrapuntal techniques such as variation, inversion, and augmentation. Moreover, phrases from these songs that appear in the symphonies of the middle period orient the knowledgeable listener to the emotions the songs evoke. 